0: going on guys welcome back to another episode of batman news weekly this is episode 26 it is episode 6 of season 2 and this is majority of this podcast is our birds of prey and the, and the emancipation of one harley quinn review and who do we get brutally honest with this movie uh i just wanted to do this quick intro i haven't been doing a lot of these recently but i did want to do this quick intro right now to let you know that i made a huge mistake while recording this and it looks like My computer, I forgot to switch over to my microphone, and I actually recorded with the mic on my computer, so I apologize for my audio sounding like trash. It just sounds very echoey. I try to clean it up and make it as clear as possible, but if it does sound different from previous podcasts or even this current audio you're listening to right now, I apologize. It was just, we wanted to try to record this so fast, I didn't do my double checks like I normally do, so it might sound a little different than you're used to, but I think it's still very listenable. But anyways, yes, this is going to be the podcast about the freaking uh, Birds of Prey review by me and fanboy Clay. Uh, I do want to just throw it out there. If you guys haven't listened to my other podcast, let's uh, let's start a conversation. Go check that out. We're getting some really good feedback about it. Link will be in the description, or you can just go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and just search up, let's start a conversation. It should pop up. If it doesn't, like I said, links in the description, or you can go over to my Instagram at juice from the box. There is a link there that will take you there as well. Also, I am still selling enamel pins to support the comic book. I still got a whole bunch. So if you want to go over there, go to juicefromthebox.com, support your local creators, support any creators, to be honest. And I'm just trying to get those funds to actually start making the comic book here. So if you're interested, and supporting that, please go over to juicefromthebox.com, pick yourself up an enamel pin. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to waste any more of your time. Here is our review of Birds of Prey, and we also do talk about two of the Batman comics that came out this week, Batman 88 and Harley Quinn Joker Criminal Insanity. Definitely those will be at the end of the podcast, but for a majority of it, it is our review of Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Right now, enjoy. Batman. What's going on, everybody? So I just want to let you know at the start of this podcast, this is going to be a spoiler-filled review. Clay and I just got back from watching Birds of Prey, an advanced screening. It comes out this Friday. We're, we're recording this on Tuesday as we saw it. And uh, so we just want to let you know right off the bat, we are going to talk about this movie in depth. This thing doesn't come out till Friday anyways, but you might have not seen it yet because it comes out this weekend. So just want to let you know now. If you do not want this movie spoiled for you, click off now, go watch the movie, listen to our review right after that. But right now, in three seconds, I'm going to count down, we're going to start talking about this movie and our experience and everything. So in three, two, one, it's spoiler filled. So from here on out. So, uh, we kind of want to talk about, like, before we get I, into this movie... I almost,
1: I almost said my overall thoughts.
0: <laughs> I, I right know you through. were. I know. I know you were going to say that. <laughs> but let's let's hold on. So, we got to let you guys know the experience first. So, we got these things, because this was a day. Like, this, this, it ha- was this a happened. Day. Oh, my God. So, I was supposed to work today, and I my my morning's been busy as hell today, because I was freaking... Like I was recording a video and I was about to upload it, then Apex Legends season four dropped these new videos and then the new season started, which is if you don't know, it's a game we play a lot. And uh, we we're super excited about that. I'm like, oh crap. And as I'm trying to upload these new videos and record new videos for the React channel, I get an email and it says like, birds of prey screen, you're invited. And I thought it was this, we have passes to go watch it tomorrow because DC universe is doing a screening of it tomorrow. And uh, we were just like, okay, whatever. Well, I saw this thing and it was for today, and this was to the general audience. So I take I call Clay and I'm like, dude, I was like, I got Birds of Prey passes, and he's like, what? He's like, oh man, I got a recording at 6:30. Blah blah. I was like, move it. I was like, I got the day off. We need to go freaking watch this movie. And uh, so I have to now go work tomorrow. I was supposed to be off tomorrow. Uh, Clay has to now go do his recording tomorrow because we pushed. it. We basically pushed everything. To tomorrow that we were supposed to do today, and uh, we had to get there at. We basically got there at four thirty. The movie didn't start until seven thirty, so we were waiting for a long time. Um, but it didn't. It didn't seem that long to wait. But it was just when it got time to actually get into the theater, it was kind of really unorganized. So like. I know Clay was like man, this is super unorganized. Well, no, like, I know that I, you're super ir- I, like, irritated
1: by it. I was I was irritated, but I want to ask, have you been to one that was like legitimately organized?
0: I I want to say the Civil War one was very organized cuz that's the one I got kicked out of. Or I didn't get kicked out of, but like they actually held me to the side because they didn't my shit didn't scan. Yeah. So like that one was pretty organized and I, and I don't know if that was the same one But I've been to a screening where they're like, okay, we're going to let you in one by one. You have to go all the way to the top of the row and fill that seat. There's no picking seats. It's just you're going to go to the top, then we're going to fill the next row, then we're going to fill the next row, then we're going to fill the next row. And that's how it's going to be. So I always thought that was kind of cool. And the Wonder Woman one was kind of the same way because they were kind of just letting people in if you had your passes clear. But uh, yeah, they're they're usually not the best organized because, you know essay we know their crowds are kind of crazy but like they usually don't do organization very well and um you know the, the where it seemed organized up until then but what happened was the people running the thing were like hey we're gonna be doing a drawing and we have some prizes so if you want to go ahead and put your name in this bucket over here come do it well a bunch of people of course everybody's like i want to win shit they got like multiple freaking uh raffle ticket things and started writing their names in there so they can up their chances so not everybody could even win these damn things. And it turns out that they sort of started ripping up paper from places. They're like, just put your name on it and throw it in this bucket. So that was happening. And then they kind of, they didn't even check our passes. Like we could have lit, like they got them when we were walking into the theater, yeah. but I'm not talking about like, there was a guy at the door, like, okay, you can go in, you can go in. We were already in the theater and they're like, Oh, do y'all have y'all's papers? Do you have your papers? And we were just giving them the paper. So I feel like you could have probably snuck into the screening. Probably. And, um, and it, the, the seats weren't even all full. Like, I mean, if you wanted to sit on the bottom, you would have been screwed. But, I mean, there was an empty seat next to me.
1: Oh, and so, let uh, me just say, row F, row 2, <laughs> there was nobody. still no one in it. Yeah, no so press. So, Mr. D- nobody can sit here. Yeah, I don't know so what
0: no. that was for. It's usually a press row, but there was no press for this. Um, but anyways, so, like, we get in there, we get our seats, and we, you know, I had, I put my name on some pieces of paper. And I threw it in the thing. Turns out, I freaking won uh, some tickets to Dude Perfect. They're having a tour. So if you guys are big YouTube fans and you know who Dude Perfect is, they're always on the trending page doing these trick shot videos. I didn't know they tour, but apparently I've won tickets for June. So that was interesting. <laughs> and the thing that sucked was I got my name pulled right before they gave out like this Harley Quinn jacket from the movie. And I was just like, no! And like, they, they gave it to some older dude, and he like had to put little pigtails on and like held the jacket up. And I was like, oh my god, I even yelled out in the theater, I was like, I'll trade you for dude perfect tickets! <laughs> and uh, and uh, obviously, I don't think he heard me, but I was like, oh man. So uh, that was interesting. You know, we got some, you know, I got some stuff at the beginning. And then right before the movie start, dude, okay, I gotta point this out because I thought I was bad. I thought I was somebody that got really annoyed by people that talk in the theater. Oh my god! I think Clay is gonna kill himself if people talk in the oh theater. Oh my god! You were so aggravated, bro. Like you made me feel good about myself because I don't get that bad. I'm like, oh, I, I don't I, get this bad.
1: I absolutely hate it. If you're like, if you're one of those people that just wants to talk in a movie, like that's what Netflix is for. You can pause it, you can talk, yeah. you do whatever, and then you watch the movie. You can't pause a movie in the theater, so yeah. just shut up, let let it go, and just watch the movie.
0: Yeah, but, it but was, even uh, before
1: it even was before that, well, well, no, it was around that time because you could really tell the people right next to us just mm-hmm. were those loud people, like even where yeah. their whispers were loud, and I'm just like, oh yeah. god, like, this is this is it. This, uh, yeah, this That's is gonna ruin the entire experience. <laughs> like I I genuinely thought like. Uh, I'm going to have to walk out of this theater.
0: Yeah. So just to give you a little bit of experience for people that are wondering, like, well, uh, give an example. Uh, they're those kind of people that when something's happening, like the raffle, they're the loud ones that are like, oh, throw it over here. Or like, oh, give it to me. Like, they're those kind of people. And yes. oh, my God, they we forgot to mention the mallet throwing. Oh, my God, that was that's so what, annoying.
1: I thought That's where I thought this was going. Because immediately yep. after the raffle... They uh-huh. inflated these mallets that were supposed to be Harley Quinn mallets. I mean, and the, the woman that is in charge of the entire thing, she made a whole announcement. Hey, we're going to be th- giving out these mallets. What you need to be doing is you need to be throwing them around the entire theater, making it look fun. And we're supposed to place it onto the DC, whatever, or Twitter, or yeah. Facebook, whatever. That was the most unorgan like, it, you're just supposed to have fun. Yeah. And I was just annoyed. I was yeah. I was the dad yeah. in, so in the like, theater. Like, I was it, just like, I'm, I'm done. Like I, yeah.
0: It could have been cool, but, like, I, the, the lady that was kind of running it, it, it didn't make sense. And I feel like people didn't, because the way I understood it was you were supposed to get it, and they were going to throw them at us, and we were going to throw them back. That was my impression. They, they were just going to throw them at us. They were going to get that shot, and then we were going to throw them back, and that was going to be the shot. I didn't know they wanted us to throw them around like beach balls. They should have just had beach balls, so they're just easier. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was that was really weird. And I feel like if you wanted to get a really good shot, you should have inflated just one for everybody. And you should have just gave them to everybody and just had them keep them. And I'm like, yeah, just yeah, throw them around, guys. Um, So yeah, that was kind of weird, but I get it. They're supposed to do these things for social media. They want to have the clips They want to have the video. They want to be like look what's going on like on our social media like this crowd in San Antonio is going crazy So I totally get that it's this happens all over the world. So um, But you know what I applaud them for trying like I mean that was cool and then so it you know that happens It's time to come for the movie and like Clay's just like oh my god Like you can tell these he was just mad because these people were gonna talk the whole time like Ten minutes into the movie, one of the ladies gets up and goes, buys, like, a shitload of food. Like, I was like, you had three hours. (laughs) Like, what were you doing? Like, it blew my mind that she literally got up when the movie had already started to go buy a bunch of food. Like, we were even in there 30 minutes before. They were the uh, first
1: ones in line. Yeah. It was nuts. And they they said... They even applauded themselves that they were there since 3 o'clock. 2 30, 3 o'clock. Oh,
0: that's insane.
1: An hour um, or two But, anyways. Us.
0: Yeah, so, anyways, the movie starts. Okay? The movie starts. And. I, I, I don't even know what to say about this. Like. Okay, so.
1: Let, let's paint this picture, okay? For one, you know, all this stuff is happening. We're a little annoyed. Should we we give
0: our opinion without spoiling everything first? Like, I just want to say this. We'll
1: we'll give our opinion, and then we'll elaborate.
0: Okay, let me go ahead and just say something, a broad, general thing right here. This movie, for comic book fans, is going to piss people off. That is one thing I want to say. It is going to piss people off because there were some things you were expecting to happen or wanting to happen... That no way in hell happened. And there are some other shit that me and Clay literally were like, <gasps> huh? and we looked at each other and we're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, we it had was the insane. exact same reaction. It was yeah. like,
1: what?
0: Yeah. So, like, so this movie, yes, is going to piss people off. But I told Clay after I saw this, I was like, dude, you know what? I could still see this movie making $600 million. Because it's gonna be like Suicide Squad, where people are gonna be like, "Oh my God, Harley Quinn's costume and this and that and blah blah," and people are gonna go watch it just because of Harley Quinn and yes. and stuff like that. So that is what we'll say. I okay, in a little bit of words, Clay, give your opinion on this movie. It sucked. <laughs> Oh my! It's true though. It's true. It's this movie sucked, y'all. Oh it my sucked. god! No.
1: it now, was terrible. And I, we were walking out of the theater, and we were we one We were saying a whole bunch of stuff, and then you know, Juice was like, "Hey, we, we gotta, we gotta keep this for the podcast. So let's just mm-hmm. keep it until then." But it worried me because then I had to say, and I'm gonna say this now, because I know this is an argument that a lot of people will come to these reviews. And want to make just because there's people who want to make this argument. We are fans of Harley Quinn, Huntress, Cassandra Cain, a freaking a Black Canary, and Montoya. Renee Montoya. We are fans mm-hmm. of mask. these Zazz. characters. We are yeah. fans of the genre. We are fans of the actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. We do. I'm just gonna say this because I know it's stupid. We do not hate women. I'm just going to say, yeah. and that's not think, what this is about. That's yeah, I don't think people not... are going to get that idea because I
0: don't think we pile it on like other people out there in yes. the fandom that are like, oh my God, feminism, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Like, no, fuck those people. Like, I agree with anybody that thinks those people suck because they do, but that doesn't mean you can't have an opinion about a female-led movie and think it's bad. Um, I literally told this to Clay. After we got out, just in case you're still wondering, like, oh, my God, they're about to just talk so bad about women. No, I literally told Clay after we get out with us, you know what? I was like, hey, at least just like last time, Wonder Woman's going to save us. (laughs) I was like, Wonder Woman will save us in June, okay? So I'm still super excited about that movie, and I think, I'm hoping that it won't let us down like uh, Birds of Prey did. But yeah, this movie was genuinely just a disappointment. Like I think that's the biggest word I could say. I was just and genuinely one thing disappointed. that we
1: both agreed on immediately after the credits rolled and everything else. No, after credit scene. No, after credit scene. Point that out. Uh they uh they tried to like be funny, be funny with it and Harley you heard Harley Quinn's voice like, "Oh, you guys are still here? Okay, well I guess I'll tell you something. Did you know that Batman f-, and you hear the like she's about yeah. to say the F word. And then it goes out like there's nothing. Yeah. Uh, so I know it's supposed to be funny, but like I was saying, you know, with Harley Quinn, and, you know, and the uh, after credit scene, you know, it's just a tease. They wanted it to be funny, but one thing that we were both agreeing on was the fact that mm-hmm. DC tried to make a Deadpool movie.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. We well, okay. So I got uh, we, the flow was terrible in this movie. It was terrible. Like, so, yeah, just like Clay said, they, they tried to do the movie like Deadpool. The way Deadpool started off in a flashback or a fast forward or whatever. Like, it started off on the, the bridge scene with Deadpool, right? And yeah. then he's all like, oh, you might want to see how I got here. Uh, let me go and tell you the backstory. And then he told the backstory. Harley Quinn tried to do that. In a very Harley Quinn type of way, yes. Where you got the backstories of every character in the most convoluted story type way ever. Deadpool's float because you got a cool action scene. Then it looked like he got he got chopped in half or whatever he did, and then he's like, "Let me tell you how I got here." And then you you learned everything up until when he got chopped in half or whatever.
1: Yes, yeah, that's so, how. Deadpool and then ended. and then it moved forward. This movie, yes. It, like, it started at one point, went back, then it went back to where they had stopped, and then yeah. went forward for like maybe a scene, and they're like, "Oh wait, we introduced a new character. Let's uh, move back again," and yeah. went back further than what the first one was, mm-hmm. and then continued from there, and then jumped yeah. forward again, moved forward, then introduced a new character, had to go back again. Yeah. And so it was just like, because of that, we missed out on a lot of character development. There was no character development
0: at all Yeah, in no. this movie at all.
1: They 100% they, they were, no character development. And the thing is, and this goes back to if anybody has gone to film school or anything else, uh, one thing that I learned is narrators are very unreliable in yeah. movies that have a narrator. And this just proves it. Like, and, Har- and the worst part about it is, de- like, this movie knew that it was going to have a bad way of storytelling. Because Harley Quinn says it in the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. Like, she blows up Ace Chemicals. Like, and that's when she's like, oh, well, let me tell you how we got here. Oh, and by the way, this is my story. And I'll tell you the however the fuck I want to. Or something like that. She she said something along yeah. those lines, and so I'm just like, why 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 do this? Yeah, and I just mess with the flow of characters. And don't get me wrong, did Black Mask look good when he finally put on the mask? Yes, mm-hmm. I loved it. I, we we both really enjoyed two parts of the film. Unfortunately, they're right at the end of the movie. Yeah.
0: I mean, there was other things that I enjoyed. It's just the the flow and everything takes you so much out of it that it's not it's it's very hard to be enjoyable. I love the little cameo of like, oh, hey, yeah, I know that guy, um, yeah. which was the little wanted poster of Boomerang. Yeah, uh, on the thing that was cool. So let's go ahead and before we just start like spoiling shit about the thing, let's go ahead and talk about what doesn't happen in this movie that people were expecting. No Joker. At all, yeah. So there's like there's one scene where he's semi in the scene, but you don't see his face. And there's also like the dummy thing where they make this joke about this person getting tattooed, and the Joker's doing the tattooing, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a just a random guy in the green hair. Yeah. So like, there is no Joker in this movie. Uh, what else? The characters are not much like their characters. That yeah, is no. The, Biggest thing. Uh,
1: the only one that I could give, like, understanding to is Black Canary because of of because of the circumstance of the movie. Yeah. I can yeah. understand putting her in the position where they put her. Okay. Totally makes sense. I'm okay with that. But when you have characters like Renee Montoya, Huntress, and Cassandra Cain... Mm-hmm. Those three characters weren't really the characters that... I I completely understand the creative freedom to write a character how you want to write it. I understand that. But if you're going to give fan service to people for Harley Quinn, Mm -hmm. why not do it for the rest of the Birds of Prey? You
0: know? Yeah. It was... The way the Birds of Prey is formed is trash. Um...
1: Yeah. That was really they, stupid. Like for one, because of the way the they marketed this marketed this movie and they showed a lot of scenes of them together, uh it was I mean, it's silly on us to think that, you know, they were like that for the entire movie because all the scenes that they were together were in that one funhouse scene or whatever. Yeah. But they did show like them at the restaurant and everything else and spoilers all of that is literally the last 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, this uh, this is unfortunate because DC is usually really good with like surprising you with something in their movies. This did not do that. It surprises you with its disappointment. Yeah, That's what it surprises you with.
1: I mean, I, w- um, I will say the last thing that we both had the same reaction to was a pretty big surprise.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, Cassandra Kane guys is fucking trash in this movie. And I know that's really harsh to say. And I know what people are going to say, like the diehard people that love this movie are going to say like, oh, well, obviously she's got to train somewhere. And she said at the end of the movie, Harley's going to be her mentor. Like that's where she's going to become a badass. No. Okay. Cassandra Kane can wipe out the Birds of Prey by herself. She is trained her mother is one of the most deadliest people in the DC universe in Lady Shiva. And I thought we were going to... I was waiting for it the whole time. This whole movie, I was waiting for the badass Logan-type moment in Birds of Prey. Yeah. Like, I was like, okay, Cassandra Kane is about to come out See, and beat and the, the shit out the of everybody. the
1: Funhouse scene, they kind of like... You kind of feel like, oh shit, it's about to happen. Yeah. And it never... Like, nothing... N- yeah. You a- want
0: to know what she does, guys? There are moments when she yes, she blows up people or she, you know, punches them or something. The biggest thing she did in this movie was she shitted out a diamond. Yeah. That was the biggest thing she did in this movie. And if you're wondering the reason why they have to protect Cassandra Kane is because she ate a diamond. That was encoded and-
1: with the uh, inheritance
0: of the Bertinelli family.
1: Yeah, there was a code that they needed to enter into the bank to yeah. get the funds of the inheritance or whatever. And that's the only reason. That is the one reason why uh, Cassandra Kane is viable in this story, is because she yeah. ate a diamond. Yeah, and she's just a pickpocket.
0: Now, I was hoping, because there's this cool little scene, which I thought they were going to build on in the movie of Cassandra Kane. She basically came in contact with all of the girls throughout the movie in random ways. But she lives in the same building as Black Canary. Yes. And they had this little moment where Black Canary gives her some cash because her foster parents are fighting. And she's like, don't listen to this. Go get yourself some food. And so she leaves to go get some food and she's like pickpocketing and shit. And that's when she runs into like Harley and stuff. Like it, it happens yeah. very soon after that. But, uh... You, she mentions that they're her foster parents. I was like, okay, foster parents, this fits with the character. She's adopted. She's an orphan. Like, maybe she's going to live on the streets. Like, you're expecting this to happen, and then, like, you know, you saw the in the trailers that she steals the diamond, so you know that. I'm like, all right, so maybe she's going to be an orphan. They're going to be chasing her down, blah, blah, blah. And you think that, like, maybe Harley's going to randomly run into her. Like, you know, she's going to just run into an alley, and she's like, oh, this kid's kind of like me. Let me help her out. It is the most, like convoluted way to have a hero like meet up with somebody that needs saving. It's like she got threatened into finding this kid and then she finds this kid and she's like, oh, I'm not going to kill you. And then they go on this, what you think is supposed to be this huge bonding moment between Harley Quinn and her. Like I thought they were going to be going out and fucking like robbing banks or getting like, you know, pedicures or doing like sister, big sister, little sister kind of things. And that was going to be like the comedy of the movie. None of that
1: fucking shit happens. No. Nah. At all. The only no. the only bonding is that she teaches her that pain... What does she say? Pain is something or whatever. Uh, yeah. So that way they push all the groceries out of the supermarket out. So that yeah. way they don't have to pay for them. And then they bond over watching Looney Tunes. That's it.
0: Yeah, they eat some cereal and... Um, yeah, and then like... That's it. So they're bonding and they're like, oh, we're super safe here because she has this apartment above like a Chinese place and then a bomb explodes in her apartment and then now they're on the run. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. There was no bonding between them at all. Yeah. Oh, and maybe people are going to be like, oh, she's been watching her for a long time. I feel like that's what the diehards are going to say no, that. Do,
1: you You say a long time, but do you know how long this movie takes place? In like two days. No, a day. This is all the one whole day. Movie? Yes. They've already confirmed that. The entire movie is in one day. Yeah, it's, it's so dumb. It's
0: oh yeah, like because because
1: when, so bad. when Harley blows up Ace Chemicals, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like midnight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then it goes into the next day when all this mess happens. And then when she gets captured by Black Mask, Black Mask tells him or tells her, Hey, I'll give you until midnight to capture this, you know, to get my diamond back. Yeah. So it is a day. Yeah. And there's
0: so the one thing that I have to say, and I don't even know if I already mentioned it in the podcast because I think I'm trying to forget the movie as I'm talking about it. But uh, did, did I mention that the Joker Harley thing's done in like three minutes? Her emancipation from the Joker, the whole story is in like the first three minutes of the film. Yeah. Like, it's so ridiculous. Like, you would have thought she was going to be heartbroken through the whole movie, a majority of it. And these girls were going to help her get out of it. Yeah. But no, it's none of that shit. There's been more character development between uh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy in the cartoon show than there was in this whole movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, see, now the there is one part at the very near the end the whole funhouse thing when she opens the cabinet and all of the guns are gone and she blames Joker. She you know calls him something. I would have liked the movie a lot better if she ran into more inconveniences like mm-hmm. that yeah. because of Joker. Yeah. Like she was, was re- just, like if she uh-huh. relied more on like the way her old life was or whatever mm-hmm. and nothing was really happening. like, in her favor, that would have been a better story than what we got.
0: Yeah, like, it was just, there was no need to introduce Black Canary and all them the way they were introduced. Like, everybody got a full-blown intro. Yeah. And, like, it was dumb. Like, like like a
1: five-minute intro. Like, it was a long... Like, oh, this
0: person's so bad, or this person had this happen to them, or whatever. Like, (sighs) Huntresses. She was supposed to be like a badass, and she is. She is a badass in this film, but they make her a joke. Yeah. At times, like her introduction is literally a joke. Yeah. Because they're like, she's like, they're like, oh, who are you? I don't. I know everybody, but I don't know you. And she's like, I'm, and Harley Quinn interrupts and's like, oh wait wait wait, let me do this really quick, and she gives the whole freaking backstory Back of Huntress. Yeah. And it's just so out of place. And then there's this joke of Huntress practicing her name in the mirror. She's like, I'm Huntress. I'm Huntress.
1: People I'm call Huntress. me Huntress. Like, when yeah, everybody just, r- realistically in the film calls her the Crossbow Killer. The crossbow Killer. And she's supposed yeah. to, like, she gets angry when somebody mentions the Crossbow Killer. But, like. And, like. One question that I had for you, though. One question yeah. that I had for you. This, like. It, it's a statement and a question. I'm just going to ask the question portion. Mm-hmm. Do you think this movie needed to be rated R? No. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. It was unnecessary. It was. did
0: not need to be rated R. The, because, okay, the only so, rated
1: R thing is maybe the more than one F-bomb. And because because even like the violent killings. Now, yeah. I read articles saying that Black Mass was going to kill people in the most disturbing way mm-hmm. ever on screen and it was a pg-13 killing twice yeah
0: no so oh dude i don't know if you caught this i caught it like so fast when he cut the faces off those asian that asian family the mom still had tape on her mouth and she didn't have her face on the like her face wasn't cut off yeah at all yeah i was like well that's a fucking error yeah um so like it was just really dumb and so like black mask so when i thought dude when i thought and i was really praying that this was about to happen. There was what I was assuming to be a very tonal change happening in the movie was when Black Mask thinks he's getting laughed at, and he makes his girl get on this table, and he's all like, dance, basically, like, dance, bitch, this is my club, is basically what he's saying. And he's all like, cut your dress off, take your dress off. I thought she
1: was going to get, like, naked and stuff, and I thought he was just going to humiliate her. Yeah.
0: And I was going to be like, oh, this is the villain shit I want to no, see. see.
1: That's what I thought too, but it didn't show anything. And not necessarily no. like, oh, I want to see this stuff. It was just like, oh yeah. shit, this is about to get real serious, yeah. real dark, real quick. I thought it was going to get like Joker dark. I yeah. was like,
0: oh fuck, because he was humiliating this woman. For sure. And I thought he was going to just kill her like in his club. Yeah. And then, like, it just goes to, like, Black Canary's crying and he's like,
1: oh, no, don't leave me. Like, I understand and the humiliation of women and, like, the uncomfortableness of Black Canary. It was uncomfortable, yeah. It was very uncomfortable and we understand that. But, like, it, the level of dark the rated R seemed to be yeah. for us never got to that point. Yeah.
0: And so, like, I'm, I'm very curious if anything was definitely taken out of this movie, because we did hear that the diamond, instead of having a code, was supposed to have a dick pic in it. Like, that's what we heard originally about this movie, and that got taken out, because they didn't yeah. like that in the screenings or whatever. Um, which, they, I feel like you would have to do a lot of rewriting if that was the case, because, like, the other movie seems like it was, it made sense that it was around this code, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but, another thing I will say, and some people might might uh you know get mad about this. No reason that black mass
1: needed to be gay. No reason. Like like I un- it, I understand like just like having that.
0: Yeah, but it know? didn't even like but play it, into anything.
1: But it didn't there was there was some weird tension between uh him uh, and Zaz. Yeah, him and Zaz, but it never moved towards anything. Yeah, like if and you're so, going like, to make if, him gay, like make him gay. Yeah don't, don't toe the line, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I would have much rather seen him be gay and maybe, you know, because of the society we're in, maybe instead Mm -hmm. of that woman laughing at just random stuff, like Mm -hmm. maybe have her laughing because, you know, he's gay. And then, you know, then you're kind of like, Ooh, he's really evil. But at the same time, she deserves it kind of thing. Yeah. You know, maybe you could play off of that. Yeah. But uh, nothing the ever the happened. One thing, the
0: one thing we heard so much about this was that they're like, Black Mask is the best DC villain to date. Fuck no. No. Not even
1: close. No.
0: Because, like, I want, like, if that, you guys still, don't That still
1: goes to freaking, uh, uh, Ocean
0: Master. Still. Yeah, Ocean Master's badass. Ocean Master's badass. Um... And, like, yeah, like Black Mask is so dangerous and so fucked up in the comic books. You had an R rating here. You could have taken this to the next level. And, like, you could have really fucked people up. But unfortunately, they were kind of giving that idea to Zaz. Whereas Zaz was kind of... Zaz went out in the most bitch way ever. But it was hilarious.
1: Yes, no, it was now, hilarious. Now his, his death was, like, it was super quick. And yeah. you're like for a character that was pretty big in the film for him to just, you know, yeah. in a snap just be gone. You're like, and that was a, that's what I was afraid was going to happen to one of the mm-hmm. villains. I was genuinely okay because of the way this movie's going, I feel like there's going to be a quick death, we're going to move past it and, you know, go on with the movie. And yeah. they lingered on it to make it funny, which, you know, mm-hmm. we did chuckle. At it, You know, the, the yeah. whole death was that uh, Huntress ended up shooting him in the neck. And as he was falling down bleeding out, uh, Harley Quinn had the uh, tranquilizer dart. dart and just kept stabbing the back of his body like over and yeah. over and over and over again. And then, like, even when they kind of stopped, she did it, like, two more times. Yeah. That, that was, was good funny. comedic timing. Yeah. yeah. Really good.
0: Yeah, that was really good. So he just dies. But he since he died in such a bitch way i was like okay they're just doing that and he's going to like get up later and he's going to be there at the end or something to help black mask and i was like there's no way he just goes out like that like that's that's shit mm-hmm. and so and, and huntress is like i don't need to be here anymore i just came to kill this guy and now he's dead so i'm out and then this is when they form the pack they're like hey cuz there's this whole army outside with black mask and they're like oh my god we're all going to die and then Harley, you know, says her little speech of like, Oh, you try to do this to him, he hates you, you betrayed him, blah blah blah, all this stuff. And they're like, We gotta fight ourselves out. And uh, so they have this war, this little mini war in that little place, the little boiler room there, the little fun house. And uh yeah, it it, it goes from there. This is basically all the stuff in the trailers, which is so sad.
1: Yeah, yeah. everything in and the trailers
0: was the last yeah, fight. And it's the last fight. They go, uh, they, um, this is where we see the canary scream or the canary cry. Yeah. Because freaking, they get the girl and they take her away. And Harley's like, oh my God, we got to save her. And that's where like, we're out of ammo. And then they freaking, canary cries when we see it. And she blows everybody away. And Harley uses the sound waves to like catch up to the car. And um, then there's the car chase scene that you see in the trailers. And that leads to the final battle on the, this pier. That's all smoggy and stuff, and you can't see anything. And I thought this was gonna like have some like. There's so many moments in this movie that you could have made very dramatic or comedic that they just missed the mark on yeah, completely. For sure. And, and I thought this was gonna flash back to like some traumatic stuff for Harley. Um, also, the start of the movie started off in animation form. Yeah. Like, I thought that was going to play more into the movie or something. Like, that was really weird. But well, again, copying Deadpool. Very like that's Deadpool. that's what that was. Yes. Yeah. And um, so that was really weird. So we go to this pier, and Harley has... She has a gun, and it only has one bullet, everybody. And this pier is called, like, Founders Pier, and it has all these statues on there. Black Mask is saying, like, hey, you need me, Harley. You don't need me. The Joker always took care of you. You need me, blah, blah, blah. I run the city. And, uh, she ends up, of course, shooting a statue instead of shooting Black Mask. And, uh, he's like, ha, 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 like, I'm gonna win. He's about to kill this girl. And she, like, they're about to die. Harley says, like, I'm so sorry, I couldn't save you, blah, blah, and she's like, hey, just before I die, uh, I stole one of your rings. And it flashes back to when she stole a grenade. And she pulled the pin off this grenade, and Black Mask explodes.
1: Yeah. That's what freaking happens. Yeah, Harley Quinn runs over to her, pushes her out of the way, and kicks Black Mask over the pier. He's falling down into the ocean and he blows up right before he hits the water and all of his body parts just go everywhere. That is the moment yeah. me and uh, Juice like looked at each other and we were like at that moment, dude, was my my single thought was this is not in the DCEU. My single thought was fuck this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, because the big thing for for us Mm -hmm. is that the one gripe that we've always had with MCU movies is that they kill all their villains so that way they don't have any other stories that they can tell with that villain. Mm -hmm. Do you know how awesome a Black Mask Batman story would have been? It would have been great. And if this is truly a reboot of Batman and they're Mm -hmm. moving forward, we could quite possibly come up with like Under the Red Hood kind of story. And have black mask in it. Not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. You
0: would need some really creative writing of like, oh, Silas was my twin brother. I'm actually Rylus. Oh my god. And I'm no, the black mask. No. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> hey man, if they, they already so played, insane. they
1: already played with that in the movie because the because I don't know if you got this or not, but when she mm-hmm. bought Bruce the hyena, yeah, the guy was saying that he gets paid in basically blowjobs. Yeah. And she was like, oh, hell no. And she had the hyena eat him. The twin yeah. brother was driving the mm-hmm. van in that whole chase in the very beginning. So, okay. So, this was my thing. And was
0: what I was going to ask you too. So, in that scene, the dude is already picking up his pants. So, oh, shit. did... so That you're, was you're, my thing. A, yeah, so I was just like, did they just... Did it? Did she just, what? Like, and <laughs> then the hyena eats him. So, like, unless he was just a... Because it looks like he's more pulling up his pants than about to take him down. Because yeah. this dude is wearing sweats. He's not wearing fucking, like, jeans where he's got to unbuckle his pants. So, I was yeah. just like, <gasps> what? Yeah. Um. But, yeah, this... Yeah, guys. Like, this movie was just an utter disappointment. And I think that's the biggest thing I can say. I had all the hopes in the world. Like even the trailers didn't blow me away. But I was like, you know what? I think I know where this trailer is going. And I think this is going to shock us. I think they're not showing us the best stuff. And unfortunately, they did. Now, it's funny because you told me the other day that apparently Margot Robbie had this idea before they even pitched Suicide Squad. And yeah. this is almost... I think it's slightly better than Suicide Squad so that makes a whole lot of sense because they're on the, almost the same playing field on badness.
1: So um, Yeah, we had a small little... Yeah. like I wouldn't say argument. We had a debate on whether this was worse than Justice League. Uh, I yeah. would say that it was in between Justice League and Suicide Squad. Uh, so you I, think I, I put Suicide, Suicide Squad is the worst? No, I think Suicide or Squad the... is better than Justice League. Oh. So I would put Suicide Squad above this... And then this above Justice League.
0: but Yeah, see, I think when I went back and rewatched everything, I thought Suicide Squad was worse because Suicide Squad didn't have a scene that I always wanted to watch. Like, in at least in Justice League, I can watch when Superman returns. I can watch that scene multiple times. Right before he meets Bruce. That's when I stop. Because that's when he gets stupid. <laughs> but, like, when he's seeing Flash move, like, I really enjoy that. Yeah. Like, that little fight. That's really cool in Justice League. But um Suicide Squad, there's not like a scene that I'm just like, oh yeah, this is awesome.
1: Like You don't see the you don't not. you don't watch the Joker scene when he's shooting the gun and Harley's like walking. No, because him. I don't get I don't get the ending of that scene. Like I no, got it in true. trailers, yeah, but yeah, yeah. like it's like, oh yeah, I don't that's get true. the freaking half face burnt. But let's go ahead and move past you know, we've talked about Black Mask getting blown up. There's still a good five to ten minutes after that of the you know, there's the there's always... And, and this is somewhat of what Avengers did and what the mm-hmm. MCU does. There was a gathering afterward. They were all at a restaurant because yeah. Harley Quinn this entire time uh, is very obsessed with food in some weird way. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to get tacos. So they're all, you know, eating burritos, tacos. And she, she tells Cassandra, if that burrito doesn't make you shit, I don't know what else will. And I think that's yeah. more of like a funny joke about movies how like none of the characters go to the to the restroom throughout the entire film Mm -hmm. but then they leave they like book it without huntress and and uh canary and uh i always forget the montoya Montoya. and that's when harley's like oh okay you know those are going to be the birds of prey they are going to do just fine without me i'm going to take cassandra under my wing and that's when she says you know, Bertinelli was able to get her uh, her fortune back. I was able to keep the diamond, I sold it to get a nice little fortune for myself. And in my mind, like I was like, that's kind of bad, right? How was she able to get the coding without the diamond? Well, she just
0: needed the code to unlock everything, yeah. so
1: Harley probably gave it to her. Yeah. Him. Yeah. That's what um, I thought afterward. But like in the moment I was like, Well, that doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, I thought that too. Uh, also, Harley had like this obsession with this sandwich in the movie. Yeah, in the very which,
1: beginning.
0: Which, that would have been okay had she like obsessed about it the whole film. Yeah. Like, if she kept playing into it, like... It, see, what this? if they were trying to do this in a day, this should have been Harley's one bad day. Is what this film should have really been. Yeah. Like, it should have started off with like, okay, I broke up with Joker, this all happened... I blew up ace chemicals, the cops are after me. All I want is this fucking sandwich. And then we see the sandwich fall down and you're just she's like, ah fuck. And then she should have ran into Cassandra with black mask and everybody after them and been like, what the fuck? And she's like, help me. Like Cassandra could have been like, help me, I'll pay you, I got money or whatever. And then they like she tries to bond with her over this time. And she's she could have been like, kid, like all I I want is a fucking fucking sandwich. sandwich. Like (laughs) all I want was a sandwich. You just give me all these problems. And then Huntress could have been after them. And Canary could have been after them, because apparently Canary was doing Black Mask's bidding. Yeah. So she could have just been the enforcer, like they made her eventually in this movie. And they could have all just been trying to hunt them down. And it should have this should have been a Harley Quinn and Cassandra Kane story. Yes. It and that's all and then everybody else should have been coming after them and then they pick sides. And Montoya should have been the cop trying to help them, trying to help the little girl. But none of that fucking happens. It's this weird Convoluted piece of shit movie, and I'm sorry if you guys, Margot Robbie, anybody's actually listening to this. I love you, you're great, you're an amazing actress. I actually love all the people in this film. Don't get me
1: wrong, like, it was like, just a bad I, I film. I will say, if I had to choose my favorite character, it would probably be Black Canary. Uh, yeah, Smollett was probably my favorite character. She had, you know, there was very minimal to no development. But you got to see some development with her character. Yeah. You got a little backstory about how her mom used to be a meta that worked with the GCPD. And mm-hmm. because of that, she died. So, you know, the GCPD kind of leaves a bad taste in Canary's mouth. And yeah. you see the return of that story when she uses the Canary cry. Which I thought yeah. was really weird that, like, she passed out.
0: Yeah. She, Cause she never uses it, apparently, I guess. Yeah. See, and the thing there, too, to add a little bit more like, oh, my God, we should care about Canary, you should have had a scene with Montoya helping with her mom. Like, she was like, I was just a rookie when your mom was on, when she was helping the GCPD. I was my first year, and I saw what the amazing things your mom did. Like, blah, blah. Yeah. And there should have been development. There should have been, like, a not a mom-daughter kind of thing, but a bonding of between Rosie and or I should say Montoya, not, not the lady that plays uh, Montoya, but between Montoya and Canary. That should have been the connection there. And also, I want to point this out because a lot of people were like, oh my God, I can't wait to see the relationship between Huntress and Canary. There is, there is no relationship there. There is none. There is none. That little like, I love this girl. She's full of rage. And she goes, who? She does that little thing. That is the only time Canary really like laughs in this whole movie. She's serious the rest of the fucking
1: film. Yeah like
0: there's nothing
1: like so I, like like the fun parts of this movie are of course with harley mm-hmm. and i will be honest there was parts in the beginning of the film where everyone was laughing and me and juice were just sitting in silence yeah we were just chilling there
0: oh also i can't believe this movie didn't utilize the hyena like, it's there. Oh, yeah. And
1: then it's gone. We, we had this... So, the same reaction that we had with the black mask, I noticed mm-hmm. that we both had the same reaction with Bruce. Because yeah. they they tease and, like, they... It's... it's What do they call it? Uh, I can't remember For foreshadow? the... Foreshadow? Not, not foreshadow, but they, they basically make it look like the hyena dies. Yeah. And we both mm-hmm. had the same reaction, like, oh, you're, so not only do we not get two hyenas but you're going to yeah. go ahead and kill it. And yeah. I was like, what the hell? And at the very end, you see the hyena in the car. And she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, he was just roaming around chi- uh, Chinatown. Yeah. I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. He was in a second story of a building, and now he was just roaming around Chinatown? Yeah, because, again, that was
0: when the explosion thing happened. And he, like, tried to go check what the explosion was, and it blew up the apartment. So you're just like, are you fucking kidding me? They just killed the hyena? I just thought, like, the hyena was going to be the buddy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just the, like, oh, I can't believe they didn't have a roller skate scene of her fucking pulling the hyena, pulling her. Like, that is so Batman animated
1: series. Yeah, no. Like, that, the, the roller derby part of Harley Quinn that everybody was really excited about. Yeah, literally, uh Literally, maybe a two second scene. Yeah. And yeah. that was it. it is, yeah, it was bad. Um, So,
0: they, they blazed through so many things. And this movie made did the same mistake that Suicide Squad did. they was like, hey, let's have all these fun scenes and just throw poppy music in there. And people will totally love it. Like, films are great when you put a damn score in them. Like, this movie, I don't think has a score.
1: It's just all music. Yeah, no, it's all music. Don't get me wrong. I was looking, because I personally like Halsey, so I was personally mm-hmm. looking for her music. She has two songs in this film. I was looking for her music, but when freaking uh, Black Betty came around, I was like, okay, that's a good song. I like that song. Mm-hmm. Has nothing to do with the scene that's going on. Now, Yeah, I will say, you could basically put Black Betty to anything, mm-hmm. and it's like, all right, this works. Yeah. But at the very last fight scene, them throwing just Barracuda out of nowhere, Yeah, I was like, okay, I... I I usually like that kind of thing. I was the yeah. I was the nerd in high school that was always looking at uh, animated music videos mm-hmm. from like anime and then people putting music to it. Yeah, for sure. I, I was one of those guys. But yeah, brawly kicking everybody's ass to dead bodies or bodies
0: at the floor. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Everybody watched that video.
1: But yeah, when you when you just throw a random song into a fight scene, it really has to click and it didn't click here. And I would have much rather heard a really badass score with, like, some really, you know, just hyped points to it. But Mm -hmm. it just didn't work. It really didn't. Oh, and the the part, there was a trailer that everybody Mm -hmm. was super excited about, about this movie, when Harley was doing the dance number with everybody on stage. Oh, yeah. That's crap, too. That was just thrown in there. For, and mm-hmm. I understand that if you really look into it, okay, this is a defense mechanism that she's using yeah. to uh, take the pain of Black Mass slapping her around. Mm-hmm. But I really, the the movie that that is based off of is an old Hitchcock movie. I love that yeah. movie. It it was it was pointless. It was the entire thing was pointless.
0: Yeah, it was it was very pointless. It should have been Black Mass should have been forcing her to do that.
1: Yeah, which I was expecting. You
0: should be putting on a show for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, that's because, like, that's what he does. He's a threatening person. He should have been doing that. And at the same time, like, it should have been. You could have made that a comedy scene. Like, her just, like, doing a dance number and doing whatever. Because Harley's done that in the cartoons before. Yeah. And, like, you know what? And it just. I don't know. Like, I don't get. It was weird. This was, like, a different type of like harley quinn content if that makes sense because harley quinn's wag like wacko like you know it's it's like very out there crazy it's not even continuity if they want to treat her her movies non-continuity you know what? and they can do whatever sure yeah i i would live with that but it was just it was just really weird and i guess you could i feel like you could pull that shit off if you wanted to you know what i mean um like yeah like oh yeah everything that happens in her movies it doesn't make sense now, I will say, like, yeah, I think I think we've honestly said enough about the film. Um, because it's just, I don't know. I, I don't want to keep shitting on it just because we've already given our, our opinion on it. We think the flow is bad. There's no character development. And we genuinely were hoping this film was going to be awesome. Yeah. Like, I think we both wanted this thing to be successful. I never said anything about it before that. I didn't think it was going to be bad. I just kept saying, a little, "I was I think really,
1: they're the- I was really excited for this movie, because um, I really wanted to see what they could do with with Black Canary and Huntress." Yeah. And unfortunately, uh, I was more looking forward to Huntress because yeah. she is one of my favorite. She's whenever it comes to bat characters, other than like the traditional Bat Family, yeah. uh, Huntress is probably one my number one or number two spot, to be completely yeah. honest. So. When knowing that she is going to be in this movie, I'm like, cool, I'm going to see the badass fighting. I'm going to see all of that stuff. And you see her being assassin, which is more so from what you get to see from Arrow. You don't see her as the fighter in Arrow, unfortunately. So I just, you know, and I understand, you know, I, I, one thing that I saw you shaking your head at was near the end, the Birds of Prey got costumes, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And they were not costumes. They were. No, they were shit. They were. uh low, low budget X-Men.
0: Outfits. Yeah. yeah. They were outfits. And. Rosie. Or again. Montoya, I mean. uh, Shouldn't be there. Yeah, no. Like. Well, why are you there? Is she a bad girl? Like, come on. Get out of there. Yeah. Um, And apparently. Uh, Helena's funding them now. Like. It's just. It, I don't know. It was dumb. Like. You could have had a background cameo there. Like one hundred percent. Like they should have just done something. Um yeah, I don't know. There's I I don't really have anything else to say about that movie anymore. I don't
1: think I'll be going to see it again. I
0: don't know if I and Yeah, I no, like, like
1: I, I have tickets for tomorrow, but uh yeah. yeah. No. Same. I have tickets for tomorrow too. Because I I, well, I, I, to I even told my time. wife that it was mm-hmm. such a disappointment. And at first, she didn't know what movie. And then when I said Harley yep. Quinn, she's like, wait, Birds of Prey? Like, she was genuinely excited for this movie, also. Yeah. And I think I just tore down all of her excitement. So, oh, that sucks. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, it'll
1: be something, you know what? I will be okay with renting it once it comes out to see if she would be yep. okay with buying it. Because if I can, you know, make her happy and, and buy a movie for her that is a DC film, I, I yeah. feel like I won in that sense. But I. For me, I usually buy... I used to be the kind of person that would buy all the animated films, no matter what. Yeah. I don't know if I want to buy this movie when it comes out.
0: I bought Suicide Squad and Justice League, so I could see myself buying this. See, I bought Suicide Squad. I am
1: never buying the Justice League. I will buy another one. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God. Shut up. Um... Anyways, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if... Did Snyder have his name on this? I got to look at the credits. Uh, uh, anyways, that is our thoughts on the movie, ladies and gentlemen. But um, I should have mentioned this at the start of the film. Like, We're still going to talk about two comic books because although this took up the majority of the podcast, we have two comic books we need to react to this week because uh, Batman 88 came out, which I thought actually was pretty interesting. And a Harley Quinn uh, criminal insanity, or Harley Quinn Joker criminal insanity, which I want to talk about that one first. Okay. Because... The theme of Harley Quinn. uh, Yeah, might as well. Uh, Well, uh, when we talk about Batman, same thing. Um, So, I don't know if I'm really liking this story anymore.
1: I I will say uh, the absence of Mike Mayhew was definitely felt in this, mm-hmm. in this issue of, uh, criminal Sanity, This is issue number three. You know, the one that I thought was going to be the last. Going to end it? Yeah. Um, it, it was very odd. It was very odd. We got a little bit more background on, is his name, Jason? Jonathan? The, uh, it starts with a J. The Joker? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I don't remember, John. I don't know. I got to bring it up. But yeah, yeah the so, kid.
1: So the, the kid that we automatically assumed was going to be Joker, um, we get more mm-hmm. background. And it's kind of weird because it gives us the insight of Joker. And I don't know if I like that. Because yeah. it, it shows like him as a teenager talking to somebody that is asking him for help. And he's like, oh, wait, is that oh, I'm sensing that I need to show empathy. Okay, well, what, yeah. what kind of empathy? Oh, this kind of empathy. And he says something that's very odd. Didn't, mm-hmm. need, didn't need that. Because we, yeah. we as the reader should not know how Joker thinks. Mm-hmm. We should just see his actions. And that's what would have made it even more creepy or intense and things like that. I understand that yeah. it's, this is very much Criminal Minds. Or mm-hmm. uh, Mindhunter on Netflix. You know, it's it's one and the same in the sense of, hey, these are uh, psychoanalysis uh, FBI agents or whatever trying to catch these psychopaths, these yeah. narcissists, these whoevers. And sometimes in those episodes, they do say, you know, they, they do give a little bit of insight on those villains, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But this, because it's the Joker, I just don't think we need it and yeah oh well go Go ahead go ahead
0: no i'm just saying I, I think the thing that people have always loved about the joker is you don't know about his past mm-hmm. like that's what everybody has loved because i think when it comes down to it and maybe we it's funny because we're you you will be on the podcast in the future on my conversation podcast uh maybe it's the reason why people are into religion or not into religion this was a big topic we talked about because there's mystery involved there is a belief, you know what I mean? And I think humans just love mystery. I mean, shit, one of the biggest things people love to watch is mystery, crime mysteries, like shit like yeah. that, like currently you know, unsolved mysteries and shit like that. Some of the biggest things, some of the biggest podcasts are all like murder mystery type podcasts. Yeah, And I think it's just something we're very curious about. We, we always question things. We love to like, oh my God, what if, what if he was like this? What if he was like that? But I think at, at the very minimum you don't want to know some of the best horror movies are when you never see the monster those are the
1: best horror movies or because at it's the mystery. very end you legitimately have to question like what the fuck just happened yeah like, exactly so, because i like joker yeah because you don't get any insight and you know we do uh, get a thread of her past of harley's past yeah. with her mother and that came at you really quick all you, heard, mm-hmm. all you saw was, I think, a text or a phone call message from her brother saying, oh, it's going to be soon. And you just get flashbacks. You don't even get to see, yeah. like, because I'm sure we'll get more of that through issues four, five, six, seven, all the way. Because I think this is a nine issue, right? Yeah. Is what we said? Uh, I yeah. think something like that. So I'm sure we're going to be getting all of that stuff. But we only get this small incidence where they're having dinner while she was a kid or a teenager, and she's not eating the food that her mother cooked. And she's like, well, I'm not going to eat this because I'm full. And her Mm -hmm. mother says, well, you're not going to get out of that table until you finish everything. And it goes for like the entire weekend from Friday night all the way until Sunday morning. And Harley doesn't move. She even says like, oh, I need to use the restroom. And her mother's Mm -hmm. like, well, then go. But you're not getting out of that chair yeah and like yeah it's it's, just some psycho shit yeah it shows some really messed up relationship that she has with Mm -hmm. her mom but i still feel like it's unnecessary because that isn't the story you know yeah and i can well i think it's just
0: i think it's just showing like harley's trauma her own trauma yeah yeah i can see that too and i think that's what that is um yeah, I don't know. Like, it just feels like this story was going somewhere. Like, it was, it sh- I feel like it should have been ending. Um, and, no, I think I kind of lost the luster when I found out there was going to be, like, nine issues. Or something like that. I'm like, this, is, <laughs> this should be ending, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, we also found out that apparently Joker loves Salvador Dali, I guess, because he's making his sculptures to be, like, Dali sculptures or Dali paintings.
1: Yeah, that was a little odd.
0: Yeah, and I was just like, okay. And, like, I don't know. I, I I, kind of, like, hate that we already know that the killer's the Joker. Unless yeah. there's going to be some crazy, like, weird thing that changes later. Like, we're already learning about the Joker's past. We're learning about, you know, I, I still don't like that he's this pretty boy Joker. And, um, yeah, like, and then it's just, I was like, okay, like, I know the Joker's this guy killing everybody. And so what? Like, now what? Like, there's no mystery here. Like, what? Are we just going to wait to see Harley fall into insanity and become Harley Quinn and his, like, helper at killing these people, or what? You know what I mean? I was like, kind of already showed that she was a lesbian at the start of this. So it's like, why do we got to go back and play this other game? Um, I don't know. I just, I think I'm just falling out of interest with this story. I think it still looks cool. um, And I love a murder mystery, but I'm just not... I feel like that first issue really had me. The second issue was okay. And this third issue, I'm kind of just like, I mean, I'll continue reading, but I'm not really excited yeah. about it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, there's not really much else to say about this. It didn't really end any particular way that was like crazy. Again, it was one of those like another abrupt endings. Where you're just like, oh, okay. Um,
1: because, yeah, I don't think it ends with anything nuts, right? Like, yeah, no, she gives it the, just, the, 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 that she informs the rest of the GCPD on the updates that they have. And, mm-hmm. you know, you get to see the actual, like, analysis of who the killer would be. So the description. And then it ends. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was okay. I mean, nothing nothing too out about it. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and move on to Batman 88. So I want to hear your thoughts on this before I give my thoughts on it. So, um,
1: Batman so. 88. You know, I I did enjoy the art on this. Um, and of course, I will say uh, freaking James Tenyon, uh is not disappointing with his promise. Uh, when mm-hmm. I say disappointing, I mean he is keeping his promise in the sense of There is yet another gadget that has been uh, brought into the Batman mythos here. And it's weird because there is apparently this story from years ago that the... Mm -hmm. Do they call themselves like the Four Pillars or or something? But the main villains of Gotham, Riddler, Penguin, uh, Catwoman, Joker. I don't know if they said Two-Face or not uh but there's uh you know these people they did something and that's the kind of thing mm-hmm. that's looming in this whole issue and yeah. we see catwoman having this conversation with riddler mm-hmm. you know and was that what you were bothered by i was bothered
0: so as i was reading this cuz um as we'll find out, as, as the issue went on, uh, we find out that Catwoman was involved in something that Riddler was like, how do you think he's going to feel about you once he finds out? Because you haven't told him. And she was like, and I know you're trying to dig this all up and make it go away so he doesn't find out. And so it's kind of saying like, oh, is Batman going to end up not, stop loving Catwoman like after this? So I was thinking, I was like, don't fucking tell me you were about to break up Batman and Catwoman after we just read this 92-issue run or whatever, or this 80-whatever-issue run in Tom King's. And I was like, and he's just about to do Batcat. Like, don't fucking tell me you're already going to start messing up this relationship. And so I'm kind of hoping Tinian's not a dickhead and is about to do that. So I'm thinking, like, okay, this is going to be one of two ways. Batman's already going to know what uh, Selina did. And he's not gonna he's not gonna care. He's gonna be like I've always known. Like if if I cared, I wouldn't have been with you. Or he's gonna find out and he's not gonna care. He's gonna look. I love you for who you are. I know you've done things in the past that you regret. You know it's all about who you're gonna be in the future. Yeah, that's kind of feel like how it is. So that was the thing that bothered me about this issue was I feel like it just kind of hinted at a possible like oh Batman's gonna hate Catwoman again and be like uh, there's like this funny like I don't know if you've ever seen the meme of it, but it's an actual panel, if I'm not mistaken, of where Batman meets Selena like on, on a balcony, and he's like, I hate you and I never want to see you in my life again and he like batterings away. Like <laughs> it's like a classic it's drawn in the animated style too. Like but he just flat out just tells her like I hate your face and I never want to see you again is basically what it is. So like I don't want that to happen in this series. Um but that was really my biggest thing. But I'm enjoying this story Because like you said, there's, we we read it in the last issue, Penguin was like, I'm going to go, you know, Penguin was ready for war. Like, he's about to, like, fuck some people up. And apparently, and I I like that they cleaned this up, but I still hate it that we had this maximum security prison that was unbreakable, and these people still got out. But apparently, Penguin paid everybody, like, enough to, like, open everything. And he was able to, like, have things, like, that's how they got out.
1: But do you think
0: was involved? I don't know. That would be interesting. I don't think so. The way
1: way you read it, he... Mm -hmm. uh, But he got knocked out, too, though. He gets knocked out. It says, because when Batman says they escaped, he says, no, not not exactly. It seems like, hell, I don't know how this happened, but I think they were taken. So he kind of plays like, he's like, no, they weren't. They didn't escape, but they did. I, you, you know what? I think they were just taken. Like, yeah. so it leaves that small possibility that maybe he was paid off.
0: I don't think so. But I mean, I mean, it's, of course it's a possibility. But um, anyway, so yeah, Batman is still taking care of Cheshire, who got annihilated by a truck, but she's <laughs> still alive. Uh, and then we get the new Bat Gadget, because he's like, I need to get this person, I need to get her to a place or whatever. And uh, Lucius's car, Lucius's car, just so happened to be on the street. He's like,
1: "Oh, that's mine. You can go ahead and Which use the gas." I kind of called BS on when I first read it. I yeah. was like, "Your car just happened to be there."
0: Yeah, I mean, Batman has ro- remote control cars. You can't just have a random ass car activate. Like, I feel like I feel like Wayne Tech is like Tesla, so they're gonna be all over the place. Yeah, I feel like he could just take over a Tesla. You know what I mean? Yeah, and be like, "Hey, like, you know, I'll just take this over. I'll give them a new one." You know what I mean? Like, whatever. And um, so, yeah, so he takes over this car that just so happens to be Lucius's, and it uh, holograms into a Batmobile. Yeah. So it's like a fast car, that, but there's this hologram around
1: it. Well, it says it. that it actually like, breaks the speed restriction on the vehicle itself. Yeah, yeah, um, which, which is cool. I was like, that's really unsafe. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that, that little
0: go-kart thing that he had in the last issue was way more unsafe. Yeah, for sure. So, um, anyways, so Batman ends up transforming this car into this hollow Batmobile or whatever, which is kind of cool, and he's racing to the, um, he's racing to the police station. And then he crashes it through a wall to, I guess, fight everybody,
1: right? No, it's not the police station. It's a random, like, freezer place, because uh, Mr. Freeze used to be there to, to do his experiments. But he's, but Penguin took it over so that way he can accommodate his penguin friends but he has yeah, all of those yeah, yeah. mercenaries captured and he crashed batman just crashes into it so i don't know exactly how mm-hmm. he got the location but he crashes yeah. into it and you know he's about to fight everybody well he does fight everybody for a little bit but then deathstroke grabs penguin and he's like hey you're not gonna follow us we need to do this and you're you're yeah. just not gonna follow us, and I'm gonna prove it to you. And he slits Penguin's throat, and he says, "You're not gonna let him die. He needs to go to the hospital, yeah. and we're gonna get away." And they do. Yeah. And right before the issue ends, uh, Penguin says, "Hey, you know, he he names the four people or five people, whatever. Yeah. And he says he says the plans a shell game.
0: Yeah." And, like, I don't know much about shell games, but I've definitely heard that phrase before. And um, he says, like, there's all these targets. That's why the assassins are in in Gotham, because they're going to kill all these targets. And he's like, they're all decoys. Or he's like, they're all going to die no matter what. He was all, but the real target is Bruce Wayne is what he reveals. And he says that the designer is real. So it kinda of leads me to believe that Batman's heard of the designer
1: before, but he's kind of like, I was gonna, it's kind of like a like I was I was gonna say, like, do you think that the designer is somebody who has been eluding Batman for quite some time and now he's gonna be heavily involved in this? Or is this I gonna be so. somebody who is new to Batman and is just gonna be kind of is gonna be it, able to have the advantage to, you know, kind of distract Batman so yeah. much, you know? My actual theory is the designer's Joker. Huh. Well, and that's a yeah. thing that I had a question on also. So, mm-hmm. clearly, this body that is in this grave that Catwoman is, is digging up, clearly, yeah. for us, we yeah. don't
0: think it's Joker, right? Yeah, because we didn't mention that on the podcast. Sorry, guys. We're just kind of jumping. But uh, Catwoman was digging this grave when she was talking to Nigma. Yeah. And she opens up this casket, and it's, it's the Joker inside. And so they were like, oh, shit.
1: And she questions um, it. She's like, it can't be the real yeah,
0: game. Yeah. And then, of course, one thing that's been happening is these people that have been dying in these issues, they've had these voice boxes in them or whatever. And it's, we're assuming the designer is talking to these people. And um, they start burying Catwoman alive. These people show up, hit her over the head, and they start burying her alive. But, of course, Catwoman, she gets out of it. And uh, they're like, you're not going anywhere, Catwoman. And um, basically, they're about to kill her. And then we get a mallet out of nowhere knocking these dudes out. And it goes to the final page of Catwoman crawling out of the grave and Harley Quinn just there saying, like, you have no idea how crazy this is. And And she is even involved
1: because she says you don't know how deep this goes so apparently anybody can be a player in this little scheme that is going on with the designer so i'm i'm interested in it i'm 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 interested to see the design of the designer see what uh tinian has for us uh but Yeah. yeah you know i still think this artist draws harley quinn really weird i've seen him do it before uh really? i think it's more so like just with she's the a little she's a lot curvy i think it's more in the face i don't know yeah she's got some weird
0: cheekbones yeah but, i mean i like her design mostly yeah she's she's uh she's thick <laughs> um but uh yeah i actually love the way he draws the women in this um they are a little bit more like a uh, voluptuous um but i mean even the like cutting the throat of penguin and stuff like all that kind of stuff is cool yeah um Batman, he was okay. I don't. I'm not. I mean, I think it's not. It's not the best Batman I've seen, but it does look cool. Um, but yeah, is interesting. I know uh, what's his name jumps on a ninety, uh, George. Yeah, he Yeah, he jumps on a ninety. So that's gonna be really interesting to see where this goes. So we have one more issue of, I guess, Daniels. Uh, um, because like, has Daniels not been working on these? He did like the first issue, when that was it. He did the first issue. That is it. Yeah, that's weird. So yeah, I don't know if Daniels will be in the next one or not, but um, yeah, we'll be getting what's-his-name really quick. Uh, so that's going to be kind of cool. Maybe Daniels is working on some of the hard, more hardcore issues, I don't really know. Yeah,
1: but, maybe the uh, finale. Or maybe he's just doing covers.
0: Maybe he's just doing covers.
1: I would be okay with him, well, depending on how well the arc is, I would be okay with him yeah. doing each of the first and last issue of each arc. Uh, yeah, but like I said, it would really have to be a good story for me to be like, oh man, this is awesome.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, I mean, I'm enjoying the story. Like
0: I said, uh, you know, Tinian's sto- storytelling is very different from Tom King's. I've been used to that for the last four years or however long it's been. Um, so uh, I'm I'm enjoying the story. That was one of the things I was going to be worried about with Tinian. That I was like, maybe I'm just not going to like this because I'm such a fucking Tom King fanboy. But uh, I enjoy it, and and the the this idea of the designer does have me intrigued. But I will say he will definitely lose me if this whole Catwoman thing breaks up Batman and Catwoman. Yeah. Because like I always hate shit like that that just when people bend to shit and they just build these arcs and they get torn down immediately. So um, I definitely don't want that to happen. But uh, yeah, other than that, it was a slow ass week for Batman stuff. <laughs> we we're hoping we we're gonna have a more positive podcast for you guys, but. Uh, you know what? That's you can go blame that on Kathy Ann or whoever directed and wrote that movie.
1: That's the only thing I was telling Clay about. It's uh, no, too, it's it a, written... uh, what's her name? Christina Hudson. Hudson. She wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Kathy Ann directed. Yes. So, um, Christina
0: Hudson uh, is supposed to have write has very written Batgirl, and is also supposed to write the Flash. So, if these are anything like this. It's gonna be kind of bad, so I wouldn't be excited about those films. But I will say she also did write Bumblebee, and I actually
1: enjoyed Bumblebee. I really did too. You know they, yeah. the the characters in there, other than John Cena. There was character uh, development. There was character development. <laughs> uh, so, but you know, I I I have hope in Flash because yeah. I will say Good director. I, I I love the director, and it has hung on for this long. I don't think yeah. that movie is going to die.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. And then, then Ezra Miller does have a huge fan base, so we'll see how that goes. I mean, you know what? I As much as I didn't like Birds of Prey, I hope it still does well, because if it does well, we're supposed to get a background movie. I just hope it is not directed by Kathy Yan, and apparently she's already signed on for her next movie. So if this does well, hopefully they already have a the script. They'll move into whatever... But at this point, honestly, let Matt Reeves direct just anything. Like, let him design the whole Batman universe at this point. Oh, but my one saving grace, James Gunn is taking part of Harley Quinn next. So this is going to be the third person that touches Harley Quinn. And I feel like Gunn might get her right. So we'll see. Do you
1: know how many people would be so pissed if out of everybody who worked with Margot and the character of Harley... Mm -hmm that James Gunn is the one to get her right?
0: I don't know, man.
1: I I don't give a fuck. I'm not one of those people that's hated Gunn. Yeah, I'm know. actually
0: somebody that's supported him forever. I, I love Gunn with all of his stuff. so Yeah, and so like, I think he does characters well because Harley is that Guardians of the Galaxy humor. Like, It's what she is. She might be a little bit more poppy, but like, I think he'll get that done really well. And apparently that Suicide Squad story is supposed to involve a lot of Harley Quinn. Uh-huh, so you know we'll see and he says it's gonna be a practical costume and it's gonna be a costume that we haven't seen before so if he if he wants to give us the costume that we just saw in Batman eighty eight but with pants, I'm down with it, yeah, so like we'll see because margo it's not like she wasn't showing skin in this movie
1: Dude, so... i I really wanna see the uh the sports bra with the camo pants and the and the the boots mm-hmm the, the, what are they called? The combat boots? Yeah. Like in the Rebirth, the Jim Lee design? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. Well, no. See, I want to see the Jim Lee design when she's
0: on Man Bat with the machine gun. When she has like a lot of rope oh, around yeah. him. That one. Because she has the pigtails. She has like a crop top kind of thing. She has a black and red jacket. And she has black and red combat pants. Yeah. Like, that is awesome. Because she has like knee pads and stuff. So, it's like a tactical Harley Quinn that looks really dope. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I I, I think I know which one you're talking about.
0: Yeah, so I'd be down with that. But, um, yeah, that's basically all we got for this week's episode, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry if we disappointed you with, uh, you know, Birds of Prey. Or maybe, you what, maybe we just satisfied your hunger because you hated that movie so much that you're just like, Yes, they hate it too. My fucking thoughts mean something. Um, But, you know what, whatever. You know what, if you enjoyed it, please tell us why you did Like, we want to hit us up on Instagram. Like, just tell us whatever reason. I promise I won't shit on you. I'll tell you my honest opinion about it, but I'll be like, oh, you know, that's cool. I can see that, whatever. Um, But if you're just like, it's great because Margot Robbie. Like, that's not good enough for me. (laughs) But, uh, hey, but, you know, to each their own. Uh, But that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for watching. Are listening to this episode of Batman News Weekly number 26 if I'm not mistaken I believe so but uh yeah that's gonna be it ladies and gentlemen he is fanboy clay I am juice Wayne remember Batman is always awesome I don't know what the fuck I do with these intros but birds of prey sucks <laughs> I hope you guys had a good time see you later see ya. Batman! news weekly